The Superpowers of the Soul Channel is brought to you by Superpower Experts. Visit superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers today. You're listening to Superpowers of the Soul with Tonya Dawn Rackler and the Superpower Experts. Hi, everyone. I'm Tonya, and welcome. We are so excited to have you here with us. Uh, We love this concept of being able to just sit and be in this space. And so we're first going to remind everybody to take a deep breath. And ah, this is superpowers of the soul, of course. And so we just want to be in that flow and and kind of invite spirit in to to commune with us here and, and recognize that there's just a natural beingness of things. And when we can tap into that, we get to just simply go for the ride and, and I, not to, not to diminish the journey, not to, not to discredit the steps along the way, but it, your experience of it truly can be that. So at least while you're listening to this show, let's make sure that we're, ah, you know, settling into that and reminding ourselves that there is light in the world and, and, and put a smile on your face, right? We have, we have Angela Maria with us today who we'll bring on here in just a second. And she's constantly reminding us to, to, to smile, right? Like, like maybe, maybe you, you, you aren't feeling that glow right that moment, but when you allow it to cross your face, you, you're reminded of that. It's a beautiful way of, of kind of um, tricking yourself into a more loving kind of gracious, um, generous, uh, lighthearted sort of feeling. And so, so we invite you to adopt that right now. And whether you're driving and there's traffic or you're, you know, at work listening and maybe shouldn't be, you know, whatever the case is, if you're in this space with us, then we invite you to be in the space wholly, no matter what else is going on. Um, And it's really important for today's conversation because today we're, we're talking about talking with God. And, and this conversation comes up so much in, in, in our coaching dialogues with our clients, um, in the work that we do at superpower experts, because ultimately if we're not willing to open that space up, then, then who is guiding us? What is guiding us? And, and, and it may be in moments, our own intuitive ability is fine. Our own abilities are fine. But certainly in moments when we get triggered or we go into constriction, we find that those are limited in their ability to guide us. And so wouldn't it be nice if in those moments we had somewhere to go where, where we know that, that we don't have to suffer, that we don't have to make the wrong choice. We don't have to think so hard about it. And that's what today's conversation is all about. So please, before we go any further, join me in welcoming to the show, Angela Maria. Hello, my love. Hello, Tony, and hello to everybody listening. I'm so excited about this conversation because this conversation has changed my life. <laughs> well, I think it's probably safe to say it changes everybody's lives because it's, it is the conversation, right? I mean, I mean, a lot of times, well, uh, I, I'll say, you know, we, we only have conversations, we have conversations about the only thing that matters, right? And it's people are like, well, what's the only thing that matters? And it's like, wait, this is important. And this is important. And this is important. But at the heart of it, it's like, what's driving it all? Like, what's, what's the point? What's the purpose? Or what's the, what's the perspective or the filter that we're using to glimpse everything? And one of the things I appreciate so much about you and your work with our clients and, and the superpower programs that and your work in the I am series is that that light that emanates off of you when you're when you're allowing that to to just shine right is is this beautiful brilliant reminder of the fact that that light working is a thing that we do right like like there's an intentionality behind it 
And, and I love um, that glow that, that emanates from you as you sit more deeply in that space. And so first of all, kudos to you. And I know, but I know that this has been a journey. So, so maybe share with, with everyone listening, what, what, what that was like, like sitting where you're sitting now, like how did you kind of talk yourself through understanding what you were doing as you more closely aligned yourself with God? This has been a roller coaster uh, adventure um, that it has had the highest and the lowest. I was raised Catholic, uh, very Catholic, like very, very Catholic. <laughs> involved in every single group at church, um, mm. youth, kids, Bible study, um, the committee for celebrating Christmas, the committee for celebrating the Holy Week or, or Easter, that for us is more the holy, the holy, holy, complete week from um, the, the Sunday where Jesus got into the town until he was, uh, until the resurrection in Colombia is the whole week, something really big. And I was into all of that. My, my, one of my role models, my, my uncle, he was a priest, uh, a Catholic priest. And my aunt, um, she's not a nun because she doesn't belong to a specific community or she doesn't wear the, the, the normal, uh, outfit that nuns wear, uh, but she's so into church and she works with a community about um, helping people to, to go to hospitals and being um, company for people that go to hospitals and they don't have relatives close and, or they don't have enough money. Like he's just, she's into all of that. So imagine I was also studying in a very Catholic school. When I graduated from high school, I went right away to work as a teacher because I studied in a high school with emphasis in all of these about education and teaching kids. So I finished when I was 18 years old and I jumped into school to be a second grade teacher that was also Catholic. Every single school that I work at in Colombia was Catholic. So I was teaching my students how to believe in God, how to pray the, the Holy Communion, all the sacraments, like all of that. But suddenly uh, my life changed and I couldn't get what I wanted, that it was to stay here in the United States uh, legally, of course. Um, and, and I couldn't. I had to go back to my country. I was so mad at God. And that's when the lowest, lowest experience with God um, I, I, I had because I couldn't understand how come if I was a really good God's daughter and I was always following every single rule, going to church every Sunday, being so involved, um, teaching people how to leave God, how to be a good Catholic. I wanted to stay here in the United States and that didn't happen. I wanted to get married and that didn't happen. Every single boyfriend was saying, you're so good, you're so beautiful, you're perfect, but I'm not ready, I'm not committed, I don't want to have kids, blah, blah, blah. So I started just in a really deep fight with God and I didn't understand why he wasn't giving me what I wanted if I was giving him my whole life. And I just stopped believing. I said, this is just BS. This is not true. And when I came to the United States, it was even worse because seeing all of this, the way people live here, like people having help from the government to eat and being able to have uh, shelters and all of that stuff that we don't have in Colombia. I was thinking, why? 
Why did I born in Colombia? That doesn't make any sense. Why I wasn't born in Switzerland, United States, Europe? Why in Colombia? What did I do wrong to see a lot of poverty and, and scarcity and violence? Because imagine my teenager's years were with Pablo Escobar. Bombs here, bombs there, uh, a lot of violence. So it's like a new world um, uh, light up for me. Like, this is not what I want. This is not the God I want to believe in. So I was mad at God and I tried to live my life without him, without her. And um, I started this spiritual path where I said, I don't think it's about religion. It must be about something else that is not religion. I start just doing all my education and all my certifications and all of that in Reiki and meditation and Akashi records, a life coach, a spiritual coach, every single thing. But now I realize it was more trying to explain what was that force that created me? Because of course, there must be something bigger than me. It wasn't God, of course, back then. But when I start all of this journey, the more I start realizing there must be something and I don't know how to connect to that something. And from the Akashic, I start feeling it was an emotion. It was something really, really cool. Really, I just got tears in my eyes. And later on, I understand that was the Samadhi. And when I was explaining, it's like, uh, remember what, what was the expression, Tonya, that I shared? Um Oh, I forgot the expression that I shared that you said, oh my God, I love that for a show, but I forgot the, the expression, but <laughs> spiritual orgasm, something like that. Like, <laughs> you just feel like you have the world in your hands, like nothing mm. matters, it's joy, tears in your eyes. And when I start mm. experiencing that, I thought, I want to believe this is God. Mm. And then this beautiful woman, tall, strong, and wise appeared and talked to me about spirit. I said, Tonya down Reckla, spirit, is just something like God? And I need to be very honest, but I think, I think not. You were the one that brought me back to this path of faith. Mm. And I have tears again in my eyes because I think I was really close. It was a parallel path, but I didn't want to name God. I didn't want, I, I just, I was talking about a force, something bigger than mm-hmm. But when I just have this reconciliation and, and you gave me the book, A Course in Miracles, and I start reading it, and then I start making like this association, like every single thing I've I've gone through, it was from this perspective. I really needed something that I can hold on when I was lost, when I was living in scarcity, in sadness. And, and that's, that is exactly the point where I went back to talk to God as a God and, and having this intimate relationship with with God as, as mm. not in religion. I just brought it back from the cross that was something else out of me. Now it's something in me. And, and the way that I feel it right now is when, when there is a dark space 
and there is light that is taking more and more space of the darkness. That is exactly how I feel that presence. Mm. Feel that our darkness, there is darkness in me. And sometimes I doubt and sometimes I, I forget about it and then I get worried and I think that I need to control it and I need to do something else. And then I call Tonya and I say, Tonya, <laughs> go back. You're out of the center. Remember, it's not about you. Then I go back. And so it's it's so cool. I, I was talking to my husband this weekend and, and I told him, you know how I feel? I feel like when you have a relationship that is in freedom and you mm. know that, that person is always there with you, for you, in you, around you, through you but he's not chasing you. <laughs> like That's right. Like you That's know he's right. there, but he's not, hey, Angela, I'm here. Hey, Angela, remember to meditate. Mm -mm. No, no, no. I know he's there. Mm -mm. And that presence makes sure that I know that he's there through you, mm -hmm. through a book, through a sentence, but he's not that insistent thing like the persona or like, the, mm -hmm. like, like they, that is always there. Like, no, that's not true. That No, it's different. That's right. It waits to be chosen. And that's, And that's, that's the, a lot of times when people are unclear, you know, well, how do I know when it's God talking or my ego? And it's like that God is very patient. Like we have free will for a choice or for a reason. And in that there's not only that, but you can't really receive the gifts of the spirit unless you of your own volition, make the choice to step into that. We have, there's so much I, I love that. I love everything you just got done saying folks. I, you, you can understand now why she's such an incredibly valuable part of our coaching team, because without that as the foundation, we are left kind of adrift. We are left to pull on our own resources or, or to try to try to control things through our own volition. And, and, and I love what Angie's story shares here about, about what happens when we do that. We do need to take a quick break. Um, but before we do folks, you can find out so much more about, Angela Maria, if you go to superpowerexperts.com, you can look at her show, High Frequency Healing. Um, she, she's uh, the IM series coordinator. So make sure you're checking out that. That's step two in the process. And she she's one of our coaches in our superpower programs for step three. So she's well integrated into our whole ecosystem and in, in an amazing um, just light and, and brilliance in that divine presence. It takes real courage to step into the beingness of this path. And, and I love that, that you model that for others, but we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll hear more from Angie. So stay tuned because you're not going to want to miss that. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts and creator of the Superpower Network. Welcome and thank you for making us your go-to place for inspired content, training, and community. The network is so much more than a place for amazing content. It's step one on the path to unlock your superpowers. Listen to one episode daily on the Superpower Network and attune yourself to inspired conversations, higher vibrational living, and much, much more. In step two, you learn with us by watching one of our inspirational videos each week from the IM series. And when you're ready, come grow in community. Our superpower programs offer a unique experience for those ready to harness their superpowers to change themselves, their lives, and ultimately, the world. Go to superpowerexperts.com and take the next step on your path today. Awesome. We're back. You're listening to Superpowers of the Soul. I'm Tonya. We're talking with Angela Maria today about talking with God. And before the break, she, I mean, she says such a lovely 
um, story and illustration of this journey that she's been on. And, um, and, and what struck me, Ange, was, was one of the things that you said that was so crucial. I think this is where so many of our clients get caught up is you said, you know, I couldn't understand why I wasn't getting what I wanted when I'd given God my whole life. And, and what people don't comprehend is in that one sentence is, is why the law of attraction doesn't work for people. It's why manifestation doesn't work. It's why visualization doesn't work. It's why people get so incredibly frustrated because what they don't realize is that when you do turn your whole life over to God and trust in spirit, then you don't want for anything other than what is on the path. And so that in and of itself is a juxtaposed contradiction that if we hold it, we're basically sending the universe mixed signals, right? We're saying, I, my person wants this thing. And, and, and it's almost like double dog daring the universe. Like I'm going to believe in God, but only if I get this thing again, basically saying to God, like, I think I know best. And that's what gets us in trouble in the first place. Right. And so, so I've watched you pull yourself out of this time and time again, what, what advice do you have for other people who watch themselves kind of, or maybe they're not aware that they're waffling back and forth between those things, but we contend that if you're not seeing back in the projection, what's in alignment with what you think you believe, chances are good. You've got a subconscious program that's broadcasting on your behalf that you're not aware of. And so how do you reconcile that? What, what advice can you give to others in that space? I, I would say two things. The first thing is just be honest with yourself and really, really think and feel that you really trust in a bigger force than you. Because if you don't get out of that space where you need to do everything because you are the one manipulating and, and doing everything on your own, there is no way you can do it. Especially if you are this control freak mind tendency like I was (laughs) sometimes I still tend to go to that road but then Tonya tells me "Uh uh-uh wrong and I need to go back um but if that's your personality the first thing is realizing and accepting that there is something bigger more loving wiser than you that's I adore you you're a trip (laughs) oh really and the second thing that really helped me to go back was the program. Uh, I met Tonya in 2017. I started having some sessions with Tonya and when she and Justin created and Tati all of this uh, program uh, at Superpower Experts and I started just walking the path of the program and watching this, the, the videos and doing the exercises and participating with my own meditations. I think that's what really turned on the light in me because I realized that it's not about saying that you believe in something. Thanks to the program, I was able to feel it in me. Every Mm. single word. And I want everybody who's listening to understand this is my second language. So listening to Tonya, sometimes I had to watch the videos two and three times, four times. I remember uh, manifesting, um, uh, the, the steps for manifesting, I listen to that more than 10 times. And sometimes I go back again and I listen because it is exactly what Tonya just said, that my mind still tends to go to that way. But God, I ask you this. I want to serve more. I want more clients. Why are you not giving me this right now? And then I need to go back and feel, okay, God, this is what my persona wants. 
but I'm open and willing to get this or something bigger and better. Mm-hmm. And that word at the end was, it's really creating something different. Is this like, I believe in you. I recognize and I acknowledge this is what I want, but still I know you're going to give me something better and something bigger. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And, and it's not maybe related to what I want. And I want to share my experience with the, with my podcast, Tonya, because you remember that when you invited me, I said, Tonya, am I going to do it in Spanish? No, we don't <laughs> have the platform for Spanish. I said, but listen to my accent. And she said, oh, you're going to be fine. Just do it. And I started doing it without any pretension. I wasn't even aware about the podcast impact and anything. But on the other side, I keep on asking God, I want to create an impact. I want thousands of people to listen to my message. I want to help other people. And I remember one day, the first time that I got in the first um, position in the podcast because of the number of downloads that Tonya, and that day I, I didn't stop crying for the whole day. My husband got home and I was with my eyes swollen. He said, what happened? I said, I've been asking God that I want to create an impact. And my pod- and I'm going to cry again. My podcast just got into the first place. Like thousands of people are listening to my message and listening to all the people that I want to promote because they are doing something good and something really uh, transforming for this world. And I keep on asking God saying, why you don't give it to me? But he gave me something bigger and better that I wasn't able to see it because my beautiful ego that is called Egoncho <laughs> Uh, didn't want me to look at that direction. So this is a an everyday path. This is mm. not something uh, that you feel like, okay, I'm done. I'm giving everything to God. Now I'm good. No, this is about every single day that you need to wake up and feel how you're feeling. What are you thinking? Why I'm feeling this way? What's going on that I am doubting today? And go back. I think that lately... Uh, I don't need to call Tonya that many times or I don't bring that topic anymore as much as before because I am learning how my mind works and how my persona or my ego is tricking me and I don't let him to trick me. And, and mm. I know what he wants. I say, yeah, I understand. This is what you want. This is the way you're used to do it. But um, I'm sorry. I have a better partner. I have a better <laughs> job. I have a better boss. And I just follow her instructions are not yours. And I turn back to God and to spirit. And I say, I'm here. And the ego today is kind of fighting and it's kind of strong. So help me. And yep. today was one of those days. And, and I was just thinking while I was listening to you and just smiling and say, hi, God, you have your ways. Because of <laughs> course today we needed to talk about this topic. Of course. I, and I, I, I love the synchronicities and I love how you're um, able to give voice to that because what we find is the, you know, even if people get to the place where they're like, okay, they find a mentor or somebody who is is perhaps more in touch with God than they feel like they are at that moment. So they get to see that model. The tendency then is to abdicate to it. And what you spoke of was so brilliant because of course, uh, one of the requirements of being in our space is that you really truly have to be on your own walk, right? You have to be willing to have a personal relationship with God because we can't sustain anything else, right? It's impossible. And so, and that's, that's where you got to when you were talking about the resonance and making sure you know truth for yourself. The only way you can do that is if you have that relationship, at least from our bias. 
And and then and then what I love that about your story is that it's also giving credit to the fact that you do get to see the results. Like it's not like, oh, this just has to be a walk of faith and you have to be content with the fact that that your soul is immortal and gets to hang out with God. No, like here in the material physical realm, we get proof. And so you heard Angie's story and she's being incredibly humble because in 2020 alone, her show got over 2.8 million downloads. Not only that, but here recently, her show got in one month over 300,000 downloads. So let's be clear, folks. These aren't a few thousand people. This is what happens when you walk in um, communion with God. This is what happens when you truly give your life over. If Angie had just been in it for the numbers, she couldn't have accomplished that, right? We can all attest to that. We had no idea it was even possible. None of us even dreamt it. And so that tells you that God had something better in mind. And if we take control, we limit the potentiality of what we get to experience. That, that's the irony. And I, and I love that you gave voice to it. Like early on for me, a lot of my cellular confidence came when really well-meaning business uh, advisors or um, people who were used to people just kind of doing what they told them to do would offer advice. And and really the only appropriate response was, you know, I I take my orders from somewhere else. (laughs) Like, I, I don't care what you're telling me is possible. If I listened to what you're telling me is possible, I'd be stuck with your results. And and, uh, like it or not, my CEO can do much better than that. The returns on our investment are far greater. We we don't have to worry about if something's going to work. It can't fail. All we can do is fail it. And, And then if we fail it, luckily we, we, we believe in a benevolent God who provides course correction and gives us another shot. Right. But it's, but what's interesting is that in the beginning of your story, I was reflecting on it and and where you personalized it was in that experience that you had with spirit, right? If you had stuck with the God of your religion, um, you never would have been able to connect in. It was, it was the indwelling of spirit, that spiritual journey that you went on, where you recognize that light within yourself that allowed you to see God truly for, for what God is. And, and even, and, and even in our limited perspective, right? Like, like God willing, we'll get to a day where we can see God for, for, for what God is, but there's, but right now we can at least see beyond the persona we've created around a God. And, and we know that that's not God because it's limited in its perspective. Um, it's important that when you sit and ask yourself, what do you believe about God, right? It's not just enough to believe in God. What do you believe about God? And what do you believe about yourself in relationship to that? Does that resonate? Yes, yes, it does. And you know that I was, while you were talking, I was also thinking about how important it has been for me to remember who I am and and to remember that I am part of that God. I'm part of love. I'm part of that force of creation. And, and just going back to that, to that thing, like all the process, everything that you have said about my podcast, about my, uh, my participation here at superpower experts, the only way I've been able to trust in me when I didn't trust it, it's because I said, okay, I don't think Angela Maria can do it, but for sure I can do it through God. I mean, if, if you are with mm-hmm. me holding me, I think I can do this. 
<laughs> and maybe I wasn't aware of that when I said yes to you because every time you propose something, I'm always, oh boy, and I can't say no because if I say no, she's saying, I see your light, I know God through you, and then I always say yes. But it's always with a purpose, and the big purpose of everything is remember who you are. And that I think that's mm. the big message for you is my big message. I have a, a, a postcard here in front of my computer that it says, today I remember who I am. And, and mm. that's my invitation for you. If we don't remember who we are, we get in the fake stories of our fears and, and the stories of our childhood and our family and the society that is always limiting limited mm -hmm. and but if you remember who you are just saying that today I remember who I am mm. it, it just creates a, a shift in energies it's something weird I, I can't explain it don't believe me verify it but this is mm -hmm. the main thing and that's why I love this program at superpower experts and I'm gonna put it today to the universe publicly I hope at some point we can have this program in Spanish um This has been my dream since we started, Tonya. Like, mm. I really want to take this to, to Latin people, to people who speak Spanish, because I think this is the key. Like, I have a beautiful program, but it's not as rooted as, as this. It's, it's not mm. as, I, I don't know what, what other word to say, but... but it's founded. It's well-founded. Yeah. It, This has yeah. been years and years and years and years in the making. And I think it's really important to give voice to it. And I, and I just jumped in on you. I know I'll let you finish here in a second. But this is absolutely one of the things I'm very passionate about is that we are encouraging people to put programs out there, to push things way before they're ready. And there's a lot of synthesis. There's a lot of responsibility. There are, there, you, if you're going to promote stuff and push stuff out there, you have an obligation to make sure it's sustainable, that you can continue to support people. If you encourage people down a path, you better be able to provide the support they're going to need on that path. And so that's one of the things that we take so seriously here. And that being said, Ange, we've done a lot of remarkable things that are just on the fringe, right? We can come in and have conversations. We can translate. We, we, we are not going to leave people hanging But that's a very different conversation than having a very formal program. And I think that that dream is not just worthwhile, but, but it's in the vision that I see as well. We will have this in Spanish because what's happened here is that you've identified the fact that, that there's a need, you know, that the, your listenership, the, the comments we get back, the feedback we get back about having that show in Spanish also is huge. And it, it's, it's undeniable. And so for those of you, who want to have these conversations now, we may not have the formal things in place, but there are always ways for us to connect and communicate and teach your tribes and, and impart wisdom. Um, make sure you reach out to us because we are very, very good at creative win-win-win solutions. So, and I'll, I'll let you finish up your point, but I, I, I wanted to jump in on that because we do see it and we know it's possible and we know what's going to happen with that and we know who you are within it. And so, so, so lest you be willing to kind of represent yourself as, as, as anything other than what I see you as, um, you know, let me be the first to illuminate that here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but that's, and that's the thing because I, I walk that path. I, I was there as a student and then I was there as 
I wouldn't say the creator, but just containing everything from my own belief that how important it is to meditate, how important it is to pray. And, and that what has made the change. I, I was told, telling Tonya before we start this, uh, that I was having a meeting today with two women that I really admire. And one of them is struggling in this thing about believing, believing in someone or something that is creating the world, but there is a lot of pain and, and there are people dying and there are people people suffering. So how come I can't believe in someone or something that is creating that pain? And and I was thinking, how can I, how can I, what can I say? How can I explain what was my process? And the only thing that came to my mind is you need to experience and you need to look for choices. My choice back then was master your personal power through superpower experts. And, and I've done many things before, but, but for me, this was the key to be able to go back to God's path, to go back to talk openly and freely about God, because I was talking about universe and the love and but I wasn't able to talk about God because every time I said God, I was thinking about a religion. Mm-hmm. Today I talk God and I say God, and and I know that I'm just talking about myself. I'm talking about that force of love in me. And if you ask me, what did you do? I'm nothing. I think master your personal power, uh, talking to Tonya, having people around me with the same kind of energy, of course, of course, in miracles and meditating and praying and telling to the universe, I want to feel you in me. I, I need you in me. And, and I think that's what has made the change. And hey, pay attention. I'm not rich. I'm no millionaire. I don't have thousands of followers in my Instagram account. Uh, I don't have a lot of people in my programs, but I'm in peace. I, I feel contained. Yesterday, Arviso's friend asked me, Arviso is my husband. So his friend asked me, Angie, so how do you feel if you haven't achieved what you want in your business? I say, well, I have achieved more than I expected and a different, completely different thing than I expected. But even my ego still wants these X and Y results. I'm in peace. Mm, I'm happy. I'm enjoying and that one makes the change. It's mm-hmm. not that you get what the, your ego wants you to get. It's about realizing that what you have right now is part of your process. And if you are living that process in peace, in joy, in awareness, God is containing you, sustaining mm-hmm. you, and hugging you. Well, and then ironically, what we find is the material stuff then comes from that. Like it really does come like it, it, it's not an either or it's, it's a prioritization. And, um, and I love that you're giving voice to that folks. We need to wrap up. I, there's been a lovely conversation talking today about talking with God, like, like really, truly, I, I hope that you glean from this, that it is, it is a, it is a moment to moment kind of experience. It's a relationship. It's, it's not shying away from that. It's, it's, yeah, you might be angry, but it doesn't mean you, you don't talk to God about it. You, you might be, I mean, what happens when you get in an argument with your spouse or your children or whatever? Like you talk about it, right? When you're angry with God, talk about it, right? And he's, God's big enough for your frustrations and your fears and your anger and your doubts. 
right? If, if you're wondering how in the world do you believe in a benevolent God when all these horrible things are going on in the world, that's a question for God and only God, truthfully. We, those of us who believe can 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 give testimony to, to our experiences. We can we can kind of give voice to, but ultimately you have to find that truth for yourself. And the only way you do that is by going directly to God. Use those of us as proxies who are there when when you're not strong enough, like Angie's given voice to lean in when you have to, but always, always, always be in pursuit of your own autonomy in the divine space, because that's the only way to know truth, truly know truth. And I can't thank you enough. I love, well, I love you. I love your presence. I love the wisdom. I learn something every time I listen to you speak. And I, and I can't thank you enough for the courage um, for your walk. And you, you, you have obstacles. A lot of people don't have your, your role in, in evolving collective consciousness, particularly in the Latin arenas is, is huge. That's not, that's no small feat. And, and, and your journey is a testament to that. Your continued selfless service is a reflection of that. And we are so incredibly honored um, to have you as, as part of our world here. Thank you. No, thank you, Tonya, for opening up this space, because I think it's important to talk about God. It is important to talk about how to go back to that path. And I just want you to think that intention moves everything, where your intention goes, your energy goes, and that's what happens. So just place mm -hmm. the intention to feel God and the spirit in you. Thank you, Tonya. Mm -hmm. You're so welcome. I had this beautiful visual I'll close with. The other day I was, I was on a session with a client and the visual I got was, you know, when, when we look at God, when, when that's the only place we go, everything else going on around us, when we like block it all out and we go, la, 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 and we focus our eyes on God, God looks at everything else. And, and through that, we're able to see everything else through that lens, through God's perspective. And, and that's how we reshape those conversations, how, how we, how we maintain a relationship with a benevolent, grace-filled, loving God in the midst of things that appear to be tragic. We don't look to the tragedy. We look first to God and let God tell us how to interpret what we're seeing. And when we do that, we can't fail. When we do that, we understand. But if we insist on looking at things before looking at God first, we will never understand. I had said, um, a while back, I, I oftentimes I don't know what I'm saying until it bounces back at me, um, until I get the reverberation. And um, it was out of my mouth. And I watched, it was Justin, I was sitting there talking, and I watched him kind of process it and, and reflect it back to me. And I was really amazed at how, um, at the level of truth that I felt in it. But out of my mouth came, I, I'm not here to explain something, I'm here to explain everything. Mm. And it was like, whoa, like, who the hell do you think you are? But the moment it came back at me, it was like, that's truth. And the reason it can be truth is because when we look to God, we understand everything. When we look to the things, they seem separate and different and unique and, 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 and all of the, like, these compartmentalizations. When we look to God, we know truth. And truth through truth, we understand everything. Um, but but you have to be willing. It's it's like you know you only really get to hear the end of the story if you first agree to believe in the story, and and that's why they call it faith. And so it, it it's it's a trippy walk, folks. I'm not going to lie, but hopefully from from Angie's story and a little bit of my own, you you get to hear that. Well, not only is it worth it, but but by our 
way of, of, of seeing things, it, it's probably the only thing that's worth it. Um, and if we go there first, it makes everything else worth it also. So sit and mull around in that for a little while, folks. Um, thank you for joining us. We love having you here. We appreciate your interest in superpower experts and, and, and your contributions um, in sharing these episodes and walking your path. Make sure you're going to superpowerexperts.com. And if you're still on step one, listening to one episode a day, that's great. But challenge yourself to move into step two. Go over there in Angie's world um, in the I Am series and watch those videos. Those are once a week. And after you've done that for a little while and you're ready, join us in the programs. Folks are having amazing, amazing growth there and, and opportunities. Their lives are changing. Worlds are changing. Families are changing. Relationships are changing. Businesses are changing. It's pretty remarkable what happens when we join together um, in, in a belief that, that we truly can impact things for good. Um, and so we encourage you to continue doing that. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go to superpowerexperts.com and you'll find out all about it. If you're on the path and you've gotten a little stagnant, let, let's bump it up a bit, folks. Come on, let, let's keep nudging ourselves along. And if you know the Spirit's urging you in a direction, take action. Don't wait, folks. Those whispers just become shouts and eventually the two by four kind of smacks you across the head. So, so we recommend um, listening to the whispers and having courage and knowing that we are here to help light the way with you. We love you all. Take care of yourselves and take care of each other. Goodbye for now. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.